better than my fucking day has been. Like week. Scoop, you gonna give me the cue on time this time? It's always on time. It was always on time. And we are back, everybody. Thank you for your patience, but we are back from a long. I guess you could call it a three-week hiatus. Really, a fucking hiatus and a half, it was man. A sabbatical. We we did pop in for our Facebook Live, air quote Facebook Live show for the um, Jake Paul Tyron Woodley. I still fight. haven't seen it yet. And that was about all we've done for two weeks. We showed up for about seven minutes after that, but we haven't had an episode since I guess two weeks before Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, how was your Labor Day, guys? It was- Is anybody gonna fucking talk besides me? I don't want to interrupt you. I just uh, asked you a question. Well, how was my Labor Day? It was uh, laborless. All right, that's terrible. But scoop. Yeah, it was a great time. I uh, worked because of all the flooding, so it was it was a great. All right. Well, that was that was less than expected. I guess I thought maybe on the week off you guys might have had some stories for me by the time we come back. But you guys are just both well, boring dads. The kids are back. <laughs> the kids are back at school. Went to the Poconos. The water, water, there you the go. Park. There that you go. Nice. Scoop. That was a good time. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, at least on air, that last, was it Sunday? Scoop showed up on the holiday weekend two, to two, record. Two weeks ago. No, this was last week. This okay. was on Labor Day weekend, for sure. Okay. On Sunday, you you showed up at the studio to record by yourself and didn't get anything done because we didn't show up. The next day, Tommy decided to just show up That's at right. 6 o'clock for no reason. Un, no, no text, no nothing. He texts Ashley and says, are you with Chris? Did you hit her up on Facebook? Yeah, well, you see, all, I, don't I fucking call DM you. my girlfriend anymore. I Slide did call you. I did call you and text you. You didn't fucking answer. So I came here, and there was her car parked there. What did you do? Leave the car here and walk to your fucking house? No, we went to, we were at Tiki Bar in Point Pleasant. Yeah, you were so nowhere on, on your way studio. On your way home... <laughs> We probably passed you on the park. You probably did. And I was heading home to. We should. Uh, we should have did the show at the Tiki Bar. <laughs> um, so what else do we got? Football. Football's back. We had a, a nice. We actually did have a six and a half hour live stream today. Disappointing. So I've been recording for about seven hours now. I'm my Packers got beat thirty eight three. I'm holding a bunch of L's. Jameis Winston's put up five touchdowns on my team. Um, so I'm miserable. Tommy's here with his disgusting Raider jersey on that looks like he ate four meatball subs in the car on it's the way here. Stayed. And, and uh, yeah, and Trevor Lawrence. So okay. so but Tommy's the only one that's still zero and zero. Listen, he'll <laughs> be zero and one. Holding L's. Be but um, tomorrow. anyway, what do we got on the docket? Because well, we I also know have a new night that we're going to be recording. Oh, we could we could talk yeah. about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. So we are going to, uh, we've been flirting with this idea because of the six hour. Well, no, you understand. I don't mean to cut you off, but I just did anyway. <laughs> we haven't recorded for the last two weeks because just the timing of things with, with Sunday football coming and Tommy's been coaching on Sunday's Pop Warner. So it's just been a hard it. thing. You know, I'm, I'm good with it. Like I said, it's, it's one of my two off nights. It's not a huge deal. It's got to be Monday night. Yeah. So look for fine. the episodes from now on to be after this week. It'll be on Tuesdays, correct? Scoop, you're good with Monday night. Yes. All right. So all our loyal listeners out there, going forward after this week, Chopheads MMA will be now airing on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. I say 9 a.m., but he means after the Daily Show, which is like 3 a.m. No, no, no. I've been better at, re- at editing when we record. <laughs> so we just haven't recorded. But anyway, now on to the MMA. What are we going to talk, guys? We got pretty much a blank slate. We had the Darren 
Darren Till, uh, Derek Brunson card since we've since we've last talked. We've had I don't even know if there's been anything else. You know, I we don't have this down, but I want to talk about that. Oh, uh, what was that? That oblique kick. Oh that, yes, that yes, yes, yes. The whole MMA world is going nuts about now. Joe Rogan's been talking about that forever since John Jones started doing it, and Joe Rogan's been saying eventually somebody's going to get their knee blown out. Why is it now such a big deal? Because what he said was going to happen finally happened. It's not an illegal kick. It doesn't need to be an illegal yeah, kick. Yeah, usually that's how it works. They're not going to change the gloves until somebody actually loses an eye. Yeah. Like, like well, I know Bisping kind of lost his eye, but not really. He's that still, wasn't because of the gloves. But you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's going to take a, a serious case for them to actually consider a rule change. You know, it, it's, it's a telegraphed kick, right? You see it coming. They're lifting their leg up. Obviously, the only thing to do is move back. But when you're in the heat of the moment, you don't want to move back. I get it. But yeah, I think it's a timing thing, though. Like this case, particularly where you see the guys like kind of hop, hop stepping forward. And if you hit him at the point at which he lands and he's moving forward already, once a guy commits forward motion, as he's about to plan, if you throw that kick, there's nowhere to run. There's yeah, no there's I, no way to you could tell pretty much you could say telegraph about any move. But the whole idea is the ones that you don't see, whether they're telegraphed or not, are the ones that fuck you up. Or in this case, even if you see it coming, sometimes you're just out of position, and I think that was the case here. Yeah, I mean, but then do you do you then take out the calf kicks because you could potentially, you know, pin pin somebody's nerve to where they get foot drop like we've we saw. No, I, you I know agree. What I, mean? I I don't think that they take the move out. Honestly, <clears throat> I don't think that they should either. I mean, you it, sounded like you were on team take the fucking move out. When you first brought this up. No, I'm I'm just angry at now everybody's like, oh my God, it's such a big deal. But when Joe Rogan was talking about it for years, nobody was saying shit. It's like, come on, get off the horse dewormer, folks. I was just reading a text. What were you saying? <laughs> Something about <laughs> no, Joe no, Rogan I, I taking a horse to I understand. Um, that was a myth. Didn't he say he's going to sue CNN? Probably. J yeah, Joe Rogan. But um, yeah. It's just a shame that I guess. People are getting torn ACLs by, by doing Yeah, the but move, this is but the like fight game, fighting. Bro. Yeah. This is the fight game. They, I think rather than starting to eliminate moves because they're dangerous in a fight, I mean, they're fighting after all, I think they should incorporate more moves that they say are too dangerous that are kind of, you know, that's kind of an archaic belief when it comes to, I don't think knees to a down opponent are any more dangerous than a solid fucking head kick. Bingo. You know, what's, what's the real difference? Or how about elbows? Yeah, that that whole thing. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely not on the on the side of the fence no. where I I think they should take rules away from MMA. No, because you know it's just a one freak thing. Like you look at John Jones, how many times in one fight has he not only done it but landed it? Yeah, and typically more so in the case with John Jones, it doesn't look like he's throwing it with a ton of force. It's just like a you can't really get comfortable in there with a guy that's throwing those. Yeah. Because of this thing that I said before, where if you if they catch you moving forward, it could cause an injury. And obviously, it's not as telegraphed because it wouldn't be so dangerous if it was telegraphed, like you're saying. So again, Tommy's wrong. Um, you like how I just casually proved Tommy wrong throughout the conversation? It does look a little telegraphed to me, but I mean, it, like I said, when you're in there, it's probably a different. Yeah, but I, I feel like most things that are used to control distance and things like that, like a front kick, that's telegraphed too. It's, it it's, could be. And it's not really funny. supposed to knock you out. It's really supposed to... The dude that got hurt had no problem with it. He's like, hey, it was, you know, this is the business that we're in. Well, of course, that's what you expect a fighter to say. 
Not today's world. Unless you're Connor. Like, that wasn't a... <laughs> whatever. So on that fight card was obviously Bronson Till. Where does Till go from here? Where do you think he even... Go- I, I was... That, look, man. Everybody was, like, blowing Darren Till because of what he did to Donald Cerrone. Um, but other than that, Till is just an entertaining, middle-of-the-road kind he's of a, guy. He's, he's another um, no-weight-class guy. And he's lost four of his last five. Even though, honestly, he could probably fight at light heavyweight. He probably could. You know, but he's entertaining, right? Yeah, I, I like I like Till. I like all the scousers. I like I like his Instagram. His Instagram is funny as shit. Have you always <laughs> been a fan of Till? His Instagram, yes. Till himself, I'm indifferent because I didn't think he was anything really special when he beat Donald Cerrone. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he kind of lets himself down in big in big performances. He's had a, a tough go of injuries of late though, and, and supposedly he fought this fight on a torn ACL, and I believe it. I honestly do, and but Derek Brunson had had broken ribs or cracked ribs and torn cartilage, so it's fair game when we're talking. I'm not trying to make an excuse for Till, but it shows. Like you, you think Darren Till is a famous guy? He's you know has he's mildly popular in the UFC, yeah. and he's forced to take a fight on a torn ACL because he's been out for so long with a broken collarbone that he just he probably needs money. Well, look at Robert Whitaker. Look at how long he was out. Every time he was coming back, next thing you know, he gets. Uh, necrotizing fasciitis you know what i mean and and he's about to die from flesh-eating bacteria it's like it's it's nuts with with some of these guys yeah other countries and speaking of other countries and scousers in particular <laughs> patty's a patty what do you guys think of patty the batty taking the mma and the self-proclaimed new cash cow of the ufc by storm what do you think of patty the batty folks honestly I'm a fan. Of but course you are. I'm gonna temper. I'm gonna temper my expectations. But how do you not like the guy that that grabs the mic like that? I mean, yeah, that's cool. But polarizing, nonetheless. I'm excited to see people hate him, and I'll like it along the way. He's not gonna win much. But are they gonna do the same thing with him that they're doing with Sugar Show, bro? If you see my notes, you, oh, you do, you do. Yeah, you, I, do. I printed it for you. That's right. So it says, is the UFC gonna give? Uh, Patty the Batty, the Sugar Show. Because look at how annoyed you're getting now with with Sugar Show where you like him, but they're kind of protecting him. Yeah, yeah. But people made the case that Connor got uh, guided along for a title shot, but I don't believe that for one one minute. And honestly, I think it depends on the type of fighter. I don't know that Patty the Batty is going to sit back and fight these low-level guys. He seems like he's a little more... Willing to take a risk than Sugar Show because Sugar Show kind of is already admitting that he doesn't really need the big fight more so than just a money fight. He doesn't he doesn't really care about his rank. All right. Well, my question to you: What did you think of his in cage fighting? Do you think he's something special, or is he just another new young guy who's good on the mic? Well, he's from Cage Warriors, right? And he's a champ. So he's coming from the same organization that Connor came from, same weight class. So there, there is a decent pedigree of European fighters out there, mostly strikers. So obviously, you know the question going in is: Is Patty the Batty going to be able to stop a takedown or stuff a double leg? Eh, I'm looking at the 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 UFC lightweight rankings, and they got him ranked at a cool 54. So the new cash cow has a ways to go, and along the way, my guess is that they might not give him the same treatment as Sugar Show, but they will give him the avoid the wrestler treatment until it's a big fight. (laughs) 
Would you agree with that? I one thousand percent. I can't disagree with that at yeah, all. Man. Sometimes I want to make points that you will disagree with. I think the UFC is going to protect them. I don't. I don't think they're going to. They're going to throw him in anywhere. I think so. He's just gonna so looking at it. Does he just go out there and keep on building his name because he doesn't really need a game opponent well, in the, I mean, at this point? Him, they could give him names like we were talking about there that are low, like Chris Rutzmacher. He's a name. You know what I mean? He's well, a no, name. no, no, no. He has a name, but he's yeah. not a name. He has a name, so, so that would be. You look at the lightweight rankings and you see. I see Jeremy Stevens is in at like thirty-five. That's a big jump. But when we're but talking he, about, yeah, but he hasn't fought lightweight in forever. I understand that. So you want to. You want to give Patty the Batty a striker? I would say with a name, you know, Connor fought Max in his second or third fight. Second, third fight. I think Brandau was his second fight. Yeah, and then Max was his third. So maybe it might be a little too steep. But when you're really thinking about it, I mean, really, I mean, you think Dana, Jeremy Stevens? You think Dana calls up Jeremy Stevens. Hey, uh, remember that time I bailed you out of jail? Well, I kind of want to feed you to one of our new guys. But I don't know. If, I don't know if um. Pimblett would even want to take that fight because it might be too big of a risk for for fighting a guy that's ranked 35th. Yeah, the way you're talking on that mic, you turn down you turn down any fight, people are going to start to doubt you. Agreed. You, you know who he reminds me of? He actually reminds me of Darren Till. They threw him up. You know, they were promoting him the whole time. Yeah, they're, they're both and fucking, they both have the same coach. <laughs> I don't actually think they have the same coach, but they train together by the train tracks. <laughs> I don't think they did that either. Got more I don't even think they're Island. from Scotland. I think they're yeah, they're so from like Scotland. Newcastle or, or some shit. That's in England, right? Yeah. 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 Somewhere where they served spotted dick right in the grocery store. Spotted dick. Is that an actual thing? Spotted yes, dick? It's a it's a custard with raisins. All right, that's also my my cue to move on from the Patty the Batty segment. Because we'll sit here and talk about muffins all day. That was a terrible British accent. That was awful. You are awful. But bro, I'm I'm actually not bro. awful at a British accent. But I'm for whatever reason right now I'm I'm wallowing in misery. But you you're smiling though, so that's good. You look oh, like man. a married man with children. You're smiling and you're joking around, but you're dying inside. Welcome to our life. All right, what do we got? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The Triller. Speaking of dying old men. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. What a good segue. Thank you. Yes. All right. Um, so, Vitor Belfort fought Evander Holyfield because of another dying old man of the Delta variant. I don't mean to make jokes, but I did. <laughs> and dying. Oscar De La Hoya snorted the wrong powder, and now he's got the, the variant that we're all looking out for right now. So I couldn't help myself he on fight. Instagram now that I have my own Instagram. When uh, as soon as Oscar De La Hoya put it out there, I put, all right, who put the coronavirus in his cocaine? Uh, people weren't too happy at that. I, I don't give a shit because I'm here for all the smoke. Now now Belfort wants Oscar De La Hoya. No one wants to see you fight Oscar De La Hoya. Well, Vitor wants uh, Jake Paul. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but we're no not going to see that Tommy, either. You, you said it before that we're not going to see. We're not going to see the Paul brothers for a while, but I wouldn't mind seeing Vitor take that fight with Jake Paul. So, I he, think so he can lay down and lose? So he can lay down and lose like everyone else? Come on. Tyron, Tyron lasted. Yeah, I don't think. Tommy actually turned the corner live on Sunday during that main event where he admitted that Tyron wasn't floating him. Like that was, he was trying. They, they was, there was a real fight. Got that money. I think, I think Vitor wouldn't give a shit if they tried to pay him more not to knock him out. I think Vitor just wants to embarrass him because of look, Vitor is an old school MMA guy. Um, he's made enough money. He knows he's made enough money. And this guy is an, it's an embarrassment. Yeah. 
All right, we talked too long. But then again, Vitor did a Triller event, so I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. Also on yeah. that Triller event. No, no, that's, that's the, the – at least Anderson has boxing skills. I mean, granted, he didn't have to show much to, to knock out Tito Ortiz, but Jesus, that was – Fun to watch, I guess we could say, because honestly, that's what we, we signed up for with that card, right? Like, we wanted to see one of these old guys get the shit beat out of them. It's nice and to see And gladly it was Tito, Tito, of all people. Um, I don't like Vitor or Tito, for that matter, but I like Vitor. one for two isn't bad. Uh, I've never been a fan of Vitor. I'm, I'm on Team Bisping when it comes to Vitor and... and I loved what Vitor such. did to, to Vandalay early on in the UFC when he just ran across the Yeah, cage. old Vitor I loved, but, <laughs> you know, the TRT Vitor where he came in and it was it was so obvious that he was the Incredible Hulk and on whatever. Yeah, fuck. but you know what? The Anderson Silva knocked him out in 13 seconds with, a you know, the crane kick. Yeah, I mean, Vitor did do decent against John Jones too, right? Yeah. He actually almost He almost broke John Jones's arm yeah. in an arm bar. So, um... Shout out to Vitor. Hopefully he gets another at least one more payday fighting yeah. some old person. But but <laughs> Anderson Silva. <laughs> Anderson Silva, yeah. He uh, even though he did take steroids, I've I've never really held that against Anderson for whatever reason. He took him after he got hurt. Uh he was ta- I think he was taking HGH um to speed the process up of his leg. But I, and I've said this before on the show. I don't know what Triller was thinking when they made this fight because at no point in Tito Ortiz's career. I'm going to stop you right now, and I'm just going to explain to you exactly what they're thinking. All right, but just let me finish. Money. Yeah, but they're not. There's no matchmaking. It's not it's Sean just, Shelby. Like nobody's working, ever working said Tito Triller. Ortiz has such nice hands. I'd love to see him go against that. You know what Zola. people do say though. I would love to see Tito get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so really, like, there's there is a draw there. There is, and honestly, when we're being real, right? Fight fans watch fights, and that's really what it comes down to. It's been proven the course of time, bro. Like throughout time, throughout history, fights sell. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, you know, and and of course on Instagram, Tito has come out. You know, oh, I fight, I lost. Oh, that was. Well, I always come back. That was you know, terrible. and I will be back. Everybody, have, you, have, you, like, guys, no, have you guys ever seen uh, the Rocky impersonator Mike Kunda? Yes, that's what Tito sounded like all oh my week. God. <laughs> <laughs> all Tito's right. missing a chromosome or two. All right, we can't make that joke, can uh, we? Tito also didn't even make weight. How much weight did he miss by? Uh, a couple pounds, I think. They tried to make him make one ninety though, or one. How about, I mean. It's not like this fight was signed. Like, if or, Evander Holyfield missed weight, five pounds. If Evander Holyfield missed weight, I get that because he hasn't done shit in forever, and that was last minute. All right. So enough about Tito Ortiz. What about the Gable Stevenson situation? We talked about this at length. I think for several different episodes where we yeah. were kind of predicting where Gable would go, and none of us said. Back to school, <laughs> that's no. for sure. None of us picked the University of Minnesota to finish his senior, or I don't even know if he's a fit super senior. To be honest with you, I didn't even know he was still in college. Yeah, I, I, he's actually going to defend his Division One national championship at heavyweight. And you know what? Good for him. Yeah, of course. Um, but you know what's unique about this is because he also signed with the WWE, and he is now the first college athlete sponsored by the WWE in what they're calling like a – souped up, I guess you could say, NIL deal where WWE I was about to say, is going to... Did you want to get him on the, on the line for Chop Sports NIL? Oh, I would love to. 
So I think that's cool. Gable Stevenson obviously is going to be the huge favorite to to run it back in the national tournament, and and then we'll see what's next. I, you I will see him in the cage. He's oh, going to get that notoriety. I agree, WWE. but it's it's the right move because I said this a couple weeks ago. Where right now he goes into the UFC and he's obviously. He, he needs some seasoning, so he's not going to just be able to go fight right away. You would need to train a little bit. At, at this pace, or in this case, he could go to the WWE, train MMA, go back, wrestle a little bit, and then in two years when it's time, he'll still only be 22, 23 years old. He's like 21, right? He's young. Yeah, so he's got the whole world in front of him. I don't see any reason to rush it in you MMA. You know why? It's a dangerous business. You know the other reason why I think he could, he's part of him wants to go to WWE? Learn Mike skills. Yeah. Learn Mike skills because, and look, if you could talk on that mic and talk enough trash, you will get what you want as long as your skills are, you know, even a third of the way there, you know? Yeah. Um, kind of like yours. They're like a third of the way there. The third, yeah, I'm almost there. <laughs> but yeah, this episode is about 99% done. Guys, it is almost time for the best time of the year, and that's tailgate season. And when you think about tailgates, you're thinking about beers, and you're thinking about food. And when you're thinking about food, you're thinking about hot sauce. I'm talking about Silk City Hot Sauce. It's a mom-and-pop business from Vermont that produces hot sauce with locally grown peppers. There's several blends and flavors. Here's just a few. You got Slurp, which is fresh peaches, honey, Vermont apple cider, habanero, and cherry pepper blend with a hint of smoked jalapeno. We got the Badass Jew, which is four pepper blend, jalapeno, cherry pepper, serrano, and habaneros with tomato, roasted red peppers, roasted garlic, and Mexican seasoning. Good Morning Jonestown, which is a smoked habanero and smoked serrano with carrots, roasted peppers, garlic, onions, and a splash of white vinegar. Killer Hot is their second hottest, three pepper blend featuring fatali, habanero, and ghost with roasted red peppers, garlic, and honey. Ghost Whisper is a pile of ghost and habanero with roasted peppers, garlic, onion, and red vinegar. It's a very powerful sauce with a deep and delicious flavor. And you guys got to check out the artwork on these bottles. Silk City uses professional comic book artists to create the coolest looking hot sauce in the biz. They offer great deals when you purchase the two, three, four, five, or six mix and match packs. Go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use the coupon code CHOP. You're going to receive 20% off your order. You're going to receive a free bottle, and you're going to get some stickers along with that. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Well, yeah, so your boy, Sean Strickland, is going to be getting to fight Luke Rockhold, which you and I touched it a little bit when they first made that fight announcement, Chris. I'm shocked Rockhold's taking that fight. I really am because Sean Strickland's kind of a up-and-comer, and it's not even really a stepping stone for Rockhold. Like, if Rockhold beats Strickland, it doesn't do anything for Rockhold, like, trying to get towards the belt. Don't you agree? Rockhold hasn't fought in a long time, and I'm sure he's just looking to get back in there and get a paycheck. That's usually why guys that retire come back and fight. So I don't really think he gives a shit. I think that he's talking a big game where he's talking title aspirations, but he's been down that road before. Now, obviously, it's a... The, the top of the middleweight division is different, but they're younger. So that's the scary part. Rockhold might pick this kid apart, but this kid's not going to stop coming forward. So it's an interesting fight. But I, for the reasons why Rockhold's taking the fight against an up-and-comer is because I think he's just looks at this guy as a very beatable guy, a chance to maybe put his name back in the mix. He is a top-ten fighter, right? I think Strickland just cracked the top-ten with his last win. 
I'm, I'm almost positive. So either way, it is a ranked guy. It's not like he's fighting some some bum that's an not a cover. bum, but you know I mean, he's got. I think he's got an eight fight win streak in the UFC or something like that. Strickland. So he's he's he has some momentum going, and and Rockhold has been getting knocked out by everybody. <laughs> this guy honestly landed four thousand punches, and I don't think the the other guy had a scratch, or he might have, but it was just you know he's not putting people away. We'll say so. It's a, it's kind of a safe fight for Rockhold. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird to me. I don't know. I was kind of hoping that we were done with the whole male model rock hold. I'm down. I'm down to see him get knocked out again. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see him get knocked out. <laughs> I mean, Mike but also, like, also, he's a big middleweight. He is big middleweight, and I think that he's going to have an extreme size and skill advantage in this fight, um, even maybe speed, but this guy's just a dog that doesn't stop. You think all this time off is going to hurt him, though? No. When you have when you've been knocked out like that as many times as you he was knocked out later on, like towards the end, right before he called it quits, he was getting put asleep, put to sleep by everybody. So definitely a layoff is not going to hurt your chin if your chin was going. Now, how much sparring has he been doing? Was he like off off or was he still in the gym all the time? I think that matters. But really, what is what we're going to call it? What I just said, he's back for the money, and understandably, I mean, like it's a job. When you fight your when you fight for a living and then all of a sudden you don't fight, guess what? You got to find a new job. So maybe that's the case here. I guess uh, they must have told him he was too old to model. And and I'm sure he's just got a competitive fire. I don't want to completely dismiss the fact that he is a competitor, but really, I just think it's for money. What's next there? Two scoops. I'm surprised Luke Rockhold's not going back to fight one of these dudes in boxing. Honestly, like why? Why even fight in the UFC? Because I don't think his hands are really that good. Maybe and honestly, really I'm sure I'm sure he's under contract. Grappling. Too. I mean, look, the, the dude's a great grappler. Maybe he's doing that. Maybe he's just getting these fights out of the way to get this contract done, so he could be a free agent. Seems like people are going to start going that route. You know, Misha Tate talked herself into another fight, which I mean, which ultimately is a money grab either way, because. You know, you don't want to fight for the UFC anymore, so you go fight for the UFC so you can get out of the contract. Yeah, it, it, you know, like she keeps saying that she's, she wants the title shot. I don't see her beating any of the champs. I think Valentina dusts her. She's facing Vieira next. Yeah, I think Valentina would dust her. Uh, I mean, Amanda Nunes would... But that's the problem. That's the problem when, when you've had success that <laughs> Misha Tate's had, and even we'll say Rockhold, where he's, where he's gotten to contend for a little bit. You know, when you come back and you just say, hang on and fight middle-of-the-road people, it doesn't make any sense unless you're broke, <laughs> right? Then it makes all the sense in the world. So that's what's happening. Maybe. Yeah, you I mean, see you all these right. guys make money, and he's like, fuck this. I'm going to go, you know, put myself through it one more time and make a couple grand. You might be right. Next, Scoop. Uh, Macy Barber has a fight. I don't know if anyone cares. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Although she has one of the best highlight reels with the with those elbows, you and I were watching it. Oh the last yeah, yeah, time we she did here. fucking split that girl wide open. What day was that? Uh, that was when we were here for the uh, Jake Paul for the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley snooze fest. So what else do we got? We got really nothing. The MMA world has been dead. We're dead. Um, Frankie's taking that fight with Cheeto Vera, Cheeto, which, which not- doesn't make sense. We touched on that for the the people that were so gracious to bless us with. Their their time for seven minutes two weeks ago. So we did talk about the Cheeto thing, right? I, we we want to talk about the the main event, but that's two weeks away, right? There's a fight next week. No one cares about. Nobody cares. About. Yeah, nobody nobody cares. Like th- this is what Smith Dana does. Like your first 
Your first event that you're going to put on, like, look, I get it. He was smart not having anything this weekend, right? Because everybody was balls deep with football. Dana's a big football fan because he gambles $30 million every fucking Sunday. Your first show that you're going to come back with before your pay-per-view is a fucking snooze fest. Why? Why? Throw some notable fights on there at least. At least. Is anyone even ranked in this fight night? I don't even think so. No. Are you guys looking at me for an answer? Because I have no Chris. idea. I couldn't even tell you one person that's on I, the card. I was looking for you to, with, a, with a great quip. All right. My quip is, so guys, tune in every day, Monday through <laughs> Friday, to the Chop Daily. You can catch myself and Dave um, talking sports, pretty much breaking down football season, and then... Obviously, we're moving the chop heads to Tuesdays during the day. We'll be airing on, I guess, 9 a.m. Tuesdays. We got the Jimmy Palumbo show, which also airs on Tuesdays. We got the soccer podcast. We got the fantasy podcast. But mainly just tune in. Uh, you want to find us, check out our website, chopsportsmedia.com. Uh, Tommy, what plugs do we got for yourself? You got any uh, plugs? Definitely, you know, guys, get over to uh, fightbookmma.com. We didn't do a rev run down this week. Because there was kind of nothing really going on, and we only had a run stale. Yeah. So, um, so head on over to fightbookmma.com Thursday nights. Make sure you're checking out Sitting Ringside with the owner of Fightbook MMA, Roberto Villa, Rudy Lara, and of course Dave the Shitster Rodriguez. And uh, next week, I guess tune into us for uh, previewing UFC 266. There we go with the with the plug. Oh yeah, bounce go. Hit the button. We also didn't mention Alex Pereira, the only fighter to knock out Adesanya. Just got signed with the UFC, 13 and 4 MMA record. Yeah, yeah, it's it's MMA, it's not kickboxing. in there with Chael and he's like <laughs>